Welcome to Mocast by Moengage. In this podcast series, we'll be speaking to industry leaders from various business verticals and understand their approach towards marketing and growth. We'll be focusing on key aspects like customer acquisition, retention, engagement, personalization, among others, and provide key insights to our community of marketers and product owners. This is your opportunity to learn and emulate these learnings in your campaigns and marketing initiatives to churn exceptional results. Hello everyone and welcome to Mocast. I am Akshita. I look after content marketing at Moengage and also the host of today's podcast. Before we begin, a brief introduction to Moengage. For those of you who are not familiar with Moengage, we are a customer engagement platform that helps consumer brands deliver a superior customer experience in the mobile first world. At Moengage, we believe in growing together as a community learning from each other and sharing insights rooted in experiences. In keeping with this belief, we talk to leading industry experts across various business verticals and try to understand the business challenges that they are solving and the strategies they are implementing while they do so. In today's Mocast, we will be speaking with Daphna Gal, Head of Strategic Partnerships, SEPAC at AppsFlyer. We will discuss the growing app marketing and mobile ecosystem in the East, growth drivers and key takeaways that companies should keep in mind while looking at expansion or investment in the eastern markets so without a delay let's get started welcome daphna thank you for joining us today thanks for having me i know quite a bit about you we've spoken sometimes but our audience would like to hear a little bit about yourself so would you tell us a little about yourself your past experience and your current role at appsflyer Yeah, sure. So I actually started off my career within the BI and analytics space. Um, so data was always something that has been a very big draw to me personally. Um, my previous roles mainly focused on understanding the infrastructure of BI tools um, under the hood, what we would call it, um, the back end, and, and actually had nothing to do with user acquisition or mobile marketing whatsoever. So I have to admit that when joining AppsFlyer, I didn't even know Google was considered an ad network, right? To me, Google was associated with BigQuery, which is a database. Um, I always knew my data though. So understanding the market, industry trends and opportunities was one of my main focuses when joining the company back in uh, 2016. So this was crucial to my current role at AppsFlyer as well, where I manage our strategic partnerships. Because at the end of the day, all our conversations with our partners revolve around insights, um, which we then use to help our mutual clients grow. Wow, that's quite a journey from BI and analytics to sort of managing strategic partnerships at an analytics platform itself. So it's, it's quite an interesting journey you had. And thanks for sharing that with all of us in a quick overview. And I'm sure marketers truly appreciate the rich first-hand insights that AppsFlyer provides uh, currently in today's world. You know, when there's so much of data available and it's platforms like yours that can help brands leverage this data and derive meaningful insights in the right manner. And uh, with all of this going on in the background, uh, I'm sure your work at AppsFlyer is quite eventful. So how does a typical day at work look like for you? Yeah, so um, what makes my job that amazing is that 70% of my day consists of interaction with our partners. Um, 
is basically working on our internal BI tools. As I said before, uh, BI holds a very special place in my heart. And I think that in order to really help our partners grow, um, we need to understand the market and the ecosystem. One of the perks of managing partners as well as clients is the fact that these are people that become part of your day to day. Um, I feel incredibly lucky to have partners that grew with me. Um, it's great to feel like you're basically working with your friends, I guess. I also used to travel a lot, I say used to due to uh, Corona times where everyone's basically stuck at home. Um, I used to have periods where I was home for the weekend and then off to another city the following Monday. I think that face-to-face -face time in this specific role is really important. Things get solved much faster. Um, and I also really enjoy getting to know the personalities behind the video call. So hopefully I'll be able to get back to airports uh, soon. Um, another part of my work requires lots of team effort. So in order to create these valuable partnerships, we involve CSM product and R&D teams to make sure that our clients get the best integrations on AppsFire. We have to remember that at the end of the day, AppsFire is basically the central station between the partners and the clients. So involving all our different internal teams is really, really crucial to, again, make sure that our clients are able to see the most accurate and insightful data through partners. Wow. And um, I really wish and hope that all of us get back to, you know, what we were used to working in the older normal. And I really hope this is a temporary phase for all of us and not the new normal for most of us. I really hope this goes off. Um, yeah. So uh, in our earlier conversations, you spoke highly about app marketing in the East and how the mobile ecosystem is growing. Can you tell us why you think app marketing is growing in this part of the world? So um, I actually grew up in Asia and I've been living in Asia for the past four years. One thing that definitely stands out in this part of the world is the rapid adoption of technology. Um, and the numbers speak for themselves. Across APAC, we saw a 30% increase in mobile installs between 2018 to 2019. Um, the main growth coming from India, actually, which saw a 46% increase year over year, which is pretty amazing. Um, other regions to look out for would be Pakistan, which seems to be gaining interesting traction as an emerging market. And we're also seeing markets that are considered web first growing in the mobile space, such as Korea, Japan and Australia. These regions are also showing a 30 to 35 percent year on year growth. And even during Corona times, we're seeing very interesting trends across APAC. Again, India specifically, um, you know, people are now in lockdown, staying at home. We've seen consistent increase in usage and installs over the past weeks. In the beginning of the lockdown, we actually saw a significant drop in revenue, but now things seem to be picking up and we're seeing around a 27% increase. And this is driven by many verticals, right, across the market, which uh, revenue is on the rise for them. Across APAC, we're seeing significant usage within streaming and gaming apps, which tend to make sense if we're all locked at home. Um, again, this is a mobile first market and Corona days seem to be emphasizing this even more. This is a very complicated region. Um, you've got dense populations that speak multiple languages and live by very different cultures. I think that mobile has been the most scalable way to bridge these gaps and provide a new way to stay connected. Asia sort of skipped the PC era 
and is now leading the way with mobile adoption. With more and more people on the go, this is where the world is headed. Thank you for those insights, Daphna. I think uh, very, very interesting trends you've shared, especially of the Corona times and uh, at times like these when everybody wants to understand how the markets are shaping because it's it's not the usual norm that's going on. So it's very interesting that you brought up these uh, numbers right now. Uh, but you also mentioned that these markets are fragmented. So how, how, how would you sort of uh, consider the fragments or how do you think are the main divisions in these Asian markets? Yeah, that's right. Asia is probably one of the most fragmented markets globally. Um, and you'd be surprised that something that works really well in one region won't resonate at all with another. Uh, for example, we see that in Japan, everything has to be in Japanese, while in India, English performs better than Hindi. Um, that's just on a campaign level. So when you have clients that are targeting multiple regions, localization and understanding the market really well goes a long way. Um, it really makes or breaks the success of your app. Another big differentiator is that you've got countries in Asia that are their own ecosystems, literally, um, with unique regulations such as Korea, Japan, and China. Um, this affects the way you process payments, for example, the way users log in, and so on. So when entering this market, you need to understand the way your users consume, and this really differs between each region. Yeah, completely agree. And I think we have seen some similar diversity. It's almost like each of these uh, regions are a world in themselves, right? They are so diverse and so different from each other. They are so close together, yet uh, the difference is phenomenal. Uh, and uh, you know, we, we couldn't emphasize the need for personalization and localization uh, at all because uh, we've seen uh, so much going into in terms of uh, when we look at some of our campaigns as well, the, the kind of personalization that some of our clients do in terms of language, in terms of timing, in terms of the creatives used, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It, it completely varies from one region to the other. I completely agree. So despite this, uh, uh, the market is still strong. Uh, and uh, what do you think are you know, some of the key drivers or key strat growth strategies that companies are using or you recommend companies to sort of implement when they're looking at these regions? I think that the players in Asia are super sophisticated and we're seeing companies that truly invest time and in understanding each market they're trying to penetrate down to the most granular level. This is also true when it comes to hiring and diversity. Um, I think that companies in Asia will hire across APAC. They aren't afraid to relocate talent from across the region. I can tell you that within our own team in AppsFlyer, the Bangkok office has around 18 different nationalities, which is pretty outstanding. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, and uh, how, how is AppsFlyer helping companies driving some of this growth? How, uh, do you know, how do you help your clients? So we like to consider ourselves a customer-obsessed company, um, meaning lots of our product decisions are driven from client needs. For example, our data locker tool is something we built together with one of our gaming clients. Um, our audiences tool is another product that we specifically built due to client requests. Uh, for example, Big Basket, AppSupplier helped, helped them to significantly improve the efficiency of marketing spends uh, by providing them really granular data on the impact of individual channels and inventory types within those channels. Um, and this eventually helped them to narrow down focus and spend towards users who are infrequent shoppers. 
um, and to reactivate users who have stopped shopping altogether. So in this process, they have also cut down spend on users who are likely to transact anyway, um, and this eventually end up, sorry, and this eventually ended up leading to a 367 uplift in orders by unique users. So that's just one example um, of how one of our tools helped our clients. On another front, we feel very strongly about leveraging our scale to pioneer a collaborative tech ecosystem that really brings together players from around the region, whether it's through our MAMA events, whether it's through LTV and TLV experience, or our regional meetups, we're very, very passionate about helping companies develop. So we really, really love to connect partners with clients and clients with their peers. Um, as a customer-obsessed company, we put the focus on empowering app marketers to grow. That's interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, we at MoEngage can connect so much with this philosophy. Uh, for us, uh, in a similar way, the customer lies at the epicenter of everything we do and build. So whether it's a product, a consultative approach to onboarding, our uh, hash growth community, or even a marketing content, we also are trying to make sure that we are arming our platform users with everything they need to get ahead in today's competitive world. In that sense, I think you know um, uh, I can I can understand so much uh, on how you guys are driving a lot of these for your users. I think we have uh, time for just one more question. I truly believe that the consumers in the Asian regions, specifically in India, Southeast Asian regions, are so much more ahead of the curve. A significant chunk of these users are mobile first and are quite comfortable performing some of their tasks using a mobile device. Like you mentioned earlier, uh, many of them have probably skipped the PC totally. So can you think of three crucial takeaways that companies from the West can learn or should know about the markets in the East? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think diversity in the hiring process is key to the success of a company. When you hire people who are different from one another, that gives you the ability to build a team that can learn from each other. Um, what you end up with is a group of people that have very different strengths and are willing to challenge each other's ideas. Uh, secondly, I think that overall, there's a lot of willingness to learn, discover new technologies and adopt. People here really get excited by knowledge sharing and are very willing to collaborate. Um, lastly, I think that truly understanding your end user. Due to the nature of this region, companies have been forced to really invest time in understanding the different cultures of the users they're targeting. Uh, seasonality is a huge deal in Asia. And with the presence of lots of festivals and holidays, which adds another dimension for app marketers to thrive on. And I couldn't agree more with you. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's so interesting to see that uh, there are such diverse cultures and diverse seasons and festivals that happen across the region and uh, each of them significant in their own way for the users. And uh, it's interesting how companies uh, have been leveraging some of this uh, to sort of engage with their audiences in different ways. This has been such an insightful session for me. The importance of hiring locally, the need to address regional diversity, and uh, the mobile-first consumer are three themes that stand out for me when I think of the Asian markets uh, from a mobile landscape. Great, I'm happy to hear. Uh, thank you so much, Daphna, for taking time out to chat with me. And I'm sure our listeners have benefited greatly from this discussion. Thanks so much for having me. Great. Thank you, everyone who's listening in. And uh, we'll be back with the next episode of MoCast. Talk to you soon.